Hello and welcome to the Happy Halloween Podcast. My name is Tony. I will be your host and this is your home for all things Halloween. Well, it's May 31st, which means it is five months until the big night. But better yet, it's only about three months to the official beginning of spooky season. Of course, you know, around here, it's always spooky season. Right now, there's no light on in the studio, just my Halloween lights, and I got me a nice warm cup of cider. Today's episode's going to be a little different for you. I'm one of those people that has a small fascination with true crime. So today, I'm going to tell you about the case of the man who killed Halloween. If you don't like to listen to these sort of things, I completely understand. You can check out right here. It will not hurt my feelings if you skip this bonus episode. But for those of you who are like me and enjoy true crime, stick around. Born on October 19, 1944, in Houston, Texas, Ronald Clark O'Brien's early years are a mystery to us all. We pick up his history in the mid to late 1960s. Him and his wife, Dayeen, had settled down in Deer Park, Texas, where they had two children, Timothy, born in 1966, and Elizabeth, born in 1969. Ronald worked as an optician at Texas State Optical in the master plan community of Sharpstown in Houston. He was also a deacon and a choir member at his church. It's always the quiet ones you gotta watch out for. I was unable to track down exactly what kind of debt O'Brien had, but he was over $100,000 in debt in 1974, which is a little over $600,000 today. This drove Ronald to begin taking out $10,000 life insurance policies on each of his children. When all was said and done, he had $60,000 in policies, or about $379,000 today. In a foolish move, he began asking around as to where he could buy cyanide and how much would be a lethal dose. Along comes Halloween night, 1974. O'Brien and a neighbor took the two O'Brien children, as well as the neighbor's children, out to trick-or-treat. They happened upon a house where there appeared to be nobody home. O'Brien told the children and his neighbor to go ahead on to the next house that he would wait for a minute just in case someone did answer the door. Ronald quickly caught up to the group, victoriously holding five pixie sticks in his hand. He said the homeowner was just taking their time getting to the door. He handed each of the four children a pixie stick and gave the fifth one to a child passing by. Unfortunately, after having walked only two streets, it began to rain, which brought that Halloween to a close. Later that evening, before the children were to head off to bed, young Timothy asked if he could have some Halloween candy. His parents agreed, and unwittingly, Timothy chose the pixie stick for his treat. It didn't take long for Timothy to complain about how bitter it tasted, so his father gave him some Kool-Aid to wash it down. Soon after, Timothy began complaining of stomach pain, which led him to vomiting and convulsing in the bathroom floor. Ronald scooped him up, but Timothy went limp in his arms and passed away as they drove to the hospital. The pathology report said that Timothy ingested enough potassium cyanide to kill two adults. 
Timothy's sister was very fortunate that she didn't also choose a pixie stick as her treat that Halloween. Ronald had opened the pixie sticks, poured way more than a lethal dose of potassium cyanide in them, and stapled them back shut. Because in those days, that's how pixie sticks were sealed, not glued shut like they are today. As would be expected, the community was in an uproar. Parents began taking their children's candy to the police station for fear that they were contaminated. It only took until November 5th for O'Brien to be arrested. He maintained his innocence throughout the legal process. On July 3rd of 1975, he was found guilty of the murder of his son Timothy, as well as four counts of attempted murder for the other pixie sticks he had handed out. He was sentenced to death. Not too long after his conviction, his wife filed for divorce. It is said that his fellow inmates did not take too kindly to a man that murdered his own son. From the arrest to the execution room, O'Brien never strayed from his story that he was innocent. On March 31, 1984, Ronald Clark O'Brien, aka the Candyman, aka the man who killed Halloween, was put to death by lethal injection. All right, ghouls. That's all I've got for this bonus episode. I'm working on some stuff in the background. It's taking up a little bit of time, but you are going to be so happy when I finally deliver the news. Uh, One thing I have been teasing on socials is I am starting a Patreon. So next month I should have all the information ready for that. Uh, You can go to uh, Etsy and check out my shop. I've got merch over there. Um, As always, you can go to ko-fi.com. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, or you can drop me a line at the happy Halloween pod at gmail.com. So until next month, happy Halloween.